we are with Duncan Smith and Xavier Lupec from TPT Golf. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Thanks for having us with you, letting us join your podcast and being part of uh, Cool Clubs and uh, the, the Nitro launch from TPT. Pleasure. We're excited about it. Um, we're with Mark Timms, our CEO of Powder. Yeah, nice to see you guys. We've been playing around with shafts a bit and uh, really excited about it. So, forward to talking more about it. Um, I think, you know, obviously Mark and I have known about TPT for quite some years, but I think it's a nice place to kick off to really just introduce TPT again. You know, what's the business about? Where have you come from? Where do your materials get used? And then, and then let's build the golf conversation from there. So, whoever's best at that, Go for it. Okay, so TPT stands for Thin Ply Technology, and so it was uh, it was founded for initially for like sail making. So every time you see like a black sail on a boat, it was uh, in like it's a process. It's a carbon sail that was uh, invented by our company, and that's the technology has been licensed since. But every time you see a black sail on a boat, you you might think about uh, TPT. This is really the origin. So, <laughs> so we're, we're we're part of the high performance environment. So the, the the thin ply that we create is used within the Formula One industry, within watchmaking industry, as Xavier said, sales. Um, yep. So America's Cup sales. Yeah. Uh, so you're basically a technology kind of company, right? So. Yes, yeah. we're a technology company. Like all our like businesses are like on the high end. There are high end applications. Like we have uh, our, so we have like uh, the luxury uh, application with watches, uh, with uh, really like a high end uh, watchmaking industry. We have like uh, pseudo satellites that like it's like UAV drones uh, powered with solar uh, solar cells that are flying for months without never landing. They are made entirely with our materials. Uh, Formula One for all the very light uh, engine covers, like uh, bodywork, and with like uh, a lot of the top top teams actually, and and like yeah, ma many others. Uh, <laughs> but really on the high uh, high end and high performance uh, field. Well, I guess that that links to to the nitro range. You, you, yes. You know, uh, although. Maybe it's not quite as exciting as an F1 car or a satellite flying around the world, but we, we get pretty excited <laughs> yeah, about golf equipment. About it, right. um, yes. So Nitro range obviously is your lighter range, uh, you know, version of kind of pushing the envelope of how light and consistent you can make shafts, and uh, you know, it's something definitely something we're bringing in, and uh, pretty impressed by the results we've seen so far. Uh, I will tell you, you know, um, you know, you obviously are a technology company because. Uh, you know, we are to some extent too with our S3 division where we make lost line machines and uh, uh, S3 machines and stuff. And, uh, you know, we test all the shafts that we use to try to figure out what fits what player. And, you know, we were impressed with you guys when we first saw the shafts, you know, way back when you first started. And actually, you know, we noticed a couple of things that were off and, and sent you some notes on, you know, what could be improved and stuff. And I got to give you credit that uh, you did all of them and some. And, uh, you know, sent me shafts after that that were, uh, you know, considerably better. And and, mm -hmm. and most recently, you know, testing all uh, the nitro range, um, it was the, it's the best quality shaft we have tested to date on our S3 machine. And what I mean by quality is the straightness is, is incredibly good. Um, you know, it's not known in the world, but the golf shafts are not straight. Uh, nothing's perfectly straight, uh, but most of them are quite a bit uh, more angled, whether it's, uh, you know, a wave in them or a bump or whatever. 
um, but also the frequency. Uh, frequency is exactly the same on every plane. Um, you mentioned you don't need to cure them and stuff, and, and then maybe that's true because uh, as you put them in and, and oscillate them on different planes, uh, the variance seems to be under one, which uh, is very rare to see in a chat. So good job, guys. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> well, well, let's touch on how you, how you got there without without yeah. digging up the past and, and making it seem bad, right? You had some issues with the first iteration, and you tackled those to create this product, which we know is we know it doesn't break because we yeah. got long drive guys using the lightest one you make. Right, unbelievably impressive from a yep. company that's said to be you know one that had breakage issues to having uh, the lightest shaft that all these long drive guys are killing and not breaking is pretty impressive. So how'd you do that? Yeah, so if you want, I, I can like give like a little bit of uh, history of how it started because it's actually, um, yeah, th there's a little bit of uh, of luck in there. And so, so initially it started with, you know, we were making thin ply carbon and it, it finds out that when you make thin ply carbon, it just like, it is stronger than if you use thicker plies. If you use the same resin, same fiber, if you reduce the, the ply thickness, it just makes a better material. And so... Our founders, like uh, Francois and Gerard, they were like, "Okay, we have the top, the top material, the top composite material in the world. Let's let's go see like a club shaft manufacturer, shaft manufacturer, and tell them if you buy our material, it will be lighter by like a certain percentage." And uh, but the people, like the, the the factories, they were saying, "Oh, but it's thinner, so it's more labor time. So it's it's not it's never going to work out." So they they had there was a big rejection. And so uh, Francois and Gerard, they, they said, uh, okay, uh, let's do it by ourselves. Like they're not shaft manufacturers, but they said, okay, let, let's do it. Nobody wants it, but we think we can really make shafts lighter and hit longer, you know? And so they started, and, but labor was a real, real issue. So they, they started uh, to, um, they, 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 they thought, okay, we need to find a process that is completely automated. And so they invented the process and uh, and by inventing the process, they actually like uh, the very first prototype when they put it into the hand of uh, of players, the players were like, "Whoa, it's it's better! Like it's like super like precise, and we feel like it's uh, it's really it's really like a really great shaft." And it was the very first prototypes. And then uh, and then they said, "Okay, uh, let's go. Uh, let's sell shafts. Uh, we have a great process. We have the great material. Let's go." And they they started like really quickly uh, like um, uh, setting up the brand and so on, but they didn't check one thing is that the process was actually uh, putting some weaknesses in the in the shafts, and they didn't make all the, the the structural validation and and we ended up having a great product, but that was having some structural issues and so. In just one year, we I don't know how many wins there were on the tour. There was a big buzz uh, about TPT back uh, like a few years ago because the shaft was great. But then we started not really wanting to sell the product because there was like a flow in, in it. It was like breaking. And so um, at this point, I was uh, I joined the company a year ago. So I was uh, I was working on like another topic in the company, not on the golf. And I was seeing them struggle. They were giving so much energy trying to find to to like to solve this issue. They tried everything, and they had, and 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 I, it was like you know I, it was hurting somehow. Like to see how much dedication and energy they were putting uh, to solve the issue. And so I tried to 
to help them and, and to think about, about how we could help them. And then one day, I don't know, like we just had an idea and, and I went to see one of my colleagues that were working on the golf and I, I told him, did you think about making the shaft this way? And, and he looked at me like saying, what? Why didn't we think about, about it before? And, and so, and so from, and then he, he they had like, you know, this very frequent meeting about how to solve the breakage issue. And they, he, he took me in. It was the first time I went into the, the, the golf team uh, meeting and he said, like, show them. And I just made a sketch on the, on the blackboard and, and, and then everyone was like a little bit shocked. <laughs> and then we, and then we, we, and so, so then from, from here, we, we actually re-engineered all the, um, all the manufacturing process trying to keep all the advantages of the, the precision and the, the consistency that we had, but by solving the structural thing. Now we have a top process, super consistent, so players still feel the benefits, the precision, the low dispersion when they play, and at the same time, they, they, they get to have like a shaft that can be lighter and, and, so, and, and more flexible and so on, so they can hit further. So, that's the story. <laughs> Mark touched on it, right? You, right? you know, we're now seeing long drive players play your product. So I think that attests to you fixing the breakage problem right. pretty pretty mm -hmm. well. So the original breakage challenges were the the old blue range as it was. Yeah. Um and then the the adjustments became the 2.0, the power the power range or red range as it was previously we before we adjusted the branding and the the color scheme and that's then the power range so the like the technology the 2.0 technology that you'll see advertised on on the website that's what that's the recreation the rebirth which was the so the driver range was launched probably early 2020 middle of 2020 and then fairways and hybrids got added to it using that same technology and the same Xavier's skills and the, the the process and the materials, and then having an amount of success globally with that, then the question became from from the top play, the the top players and they're out on tour. They want lighter, they want to go faster, but they don't want to lose um, they don't want to lose the dispersion, uh, and that then lent itself into the the creation of some. A newer process and a newer uh new shaft in the nitro so that's the the steps from the starting point with the challenges to what's sitting next to you in the yeah. studio so there's there's a couple of things here to, to i guess to know right so the the numbering system and and the paint job so if anyone sees a tpt with this this is the new technology this is the uh the stable technology the gold the lettering in gold here is your nitro range and the lettering in red is the power range yeah um yeah. and you go from low number being the heaviest stiffest to high number being the softest lightest so we're talking about 14 low through to 21 high right and they got obviously two ranges right you got the uh the low range which is low launching and you know i can tell you from the s3 um it is very low launching uh and the high launching is the other extreme it's high launching so uh, they're very different. Um, you know, you talked, we had to do a thing on another uh, competitor just recently. I had a range of shafts 
uh, in three different colors, and they went from kind of mid to low. You know, you think, you know, high to low, but they're not necessarily that way. But yours truly are. The high launches is high launching, and the low launching is low launching. Uh, 21 is what a lot of, and 20, I guess, is what a lot of long drive guys are using, which is a super soft shaft. Um, you know, kind of designed, I mean, you know, in, in a normal world for ladies and seniors type of thing up to, you know, they get very, very stiff and, uh, and heavier up in the, you know, the strongest ones are 14, which is, you know, absolute post. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got definitely a shaft that fits everybody in a pretty wide range of them. Somebody, some, somewhere between those. And to give people an idea, you're around 100 miles an hour. Yeah, I'm, I'm just under 100 miles an hour. And um, I'm using actually the 18 low because I hit the ball very high. Um, which is a relatively light shaft. It's, you know, under about 55 grams or so, uh, probably a little lighter than that when it's dipped, um, which is a little softer by, for frequency than I've been playing in the past, uh, but it's extremely low in torque. And I play an 18 low, uh, tipped an inch. Um, and we can touch on that if you want to, but, you know, tipping obviously makes them a little stiffer. So I'm right between uh, 17 and 18, uh, but because I want as light as I can, as much flex as I can to control, I went with the 18 and dipped it an inch, and, and it works fantastically, by the way. I love the shaft, so it's great. Fantastic. Having the automated technology allows us to change the CPMs per shaft by a relatively small number, which gives us the opportunity of having so many shafts, so seven shafts in the low range and and more in the, in the higher range um, versus having like a stiff, a regular an a flex etc so that makes it that makes it very appealing that we can cover a, a vast cross-section of golfers yeah your, four, your, your 14 is definitely as stiff as you'll ever need it to be i can nice. tell you that you, you will not need a 13 which is unlucky anyway so yeah <laughs> correct yeah there's like something inter- like uh, uh interesting that, that you said is that it's like the shafts the nitro they are like flexible but so they flex a lot but they are low torque and and this is something we we realize working with uh, with John Sinclair is that we like our process allows us to to reduce a lot. It's very consistent shaft, so it's it reduces like kind of parasitic uh, movements of the shaft when we're, you're driving and and like if you don't have a consistent shaft, the more you flex the shaft, like when you load and load uh, the shaft and when the shafts have lead deflection at before like uh, at impact, the more you have flex, the more you have parasitic uh torsion and flexion and so having a very consistent shaft is like reducing a lot this uh this parasitic uh um thing and so what we realized is that because we have much less parasitic uh bending and torsion in the shaft when we swing we can actually make it much uh much more flexible and uh and and much more softer while reducing the torque and so this is like this is why it makes like um, it, it makes the the nitro very special about like this. Uh, it's more flexible, it's lighter, yeah. and so this is why yeah, like it's it's like like for most golfer it's like like hitting further. We've actually had this discussion really recently. You know, there's another brand of golf shafts out there um, that are, are trying the same thing or achieve the same thing. Right. They basically their FMs are lower, their C, CPM cycles are lower, but they reduce the torque and like exactly like you say, that means the player no. A has better feel, B can hit it harder, and C has no trade-off. Yeah, it's yeah. 
people so people understand this stuff. I mean, in, in a perfect world from a physics standpoint, um, you, you basically would want a lightsaber, right? So you'd want to hold on to the grip and have the shaft weigh nothing and not torque at all and have all the mass in the head. So that's what we're all kind of going towards. And as we do fittings and stuff, we, we, we do that as well. And then what we say is, you know, we really want you to have the softest shaft you can control. And in the case of tour players, we kind of lean the other direction. We tell them it's the, the stiffest shaft, you know, because of accuracy. Uh, they don't feel like as opposed to has some feel to it. So it's the same, same answer. It's just, you know, with tour players, uh, really good players, um, you're more interested in, in direction. In direction. Um, and, and the amateurs, you know, actually kind of like distance as well. But we're doing the same thing, right? If you're really trying to get the softest shaft you can control. And if you can reduce the torque to, you know, almost nothing, which is pretty low, yours is under... I know when I tipped mine an inch at an 18 low, uh, it was uh, 2.4 torque, which is extremely low at a 52-gram shaft. Touching on tour players, I've seen this out there now. I think the paint job is really important for for you guys. I think prior, it was just gray and had a little button on it. Mm -hmm. And and now I've seen this on tour. I saw Jason Day win with it recently. Um, Obviously, I interviewed Martin Borgmeier earlier this year. And mm-hmm. he's playing it. So, I mean, there's two pretty prevalent players out there. Um, and having tour wins in both of their fields yeah, is and, impressive. And you've got a lot of tour wins, too. And, and nobody really knows that. It's probably one of the best-kept secrets in golf, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's 41. Is that correct? We're up, up to 46. We've had six since the turn of the year. Uh, PJ Tour, Challenge Tour, and on the, the long drive circuits also. Um, but, yeah, as you said, it, it, it's unknown. So... Well, you know, with the original paint job, nobody really could see what it was anyway. So that's yeah. part of it, right? Yeah, we. Yeah, there's an engineering company. I forgive you for marketing flaws. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we we put a lot of energy on the on the design so to make it uh, look uh, look nice and and like the black and yellow, we had plenty of really nice uh, feedback about it. Yeah, it's now it's now visible on the television when you see the players on LPGA or the, the PGA Tour using it, it's now visible. If it's in a magazine, right. it's visible. So previously, you had to be a, a bit more of a, a golf junkie to kind of know. You see, the, the it was a classic-looking shaft, carbon-looking with the small, the red and white, which is a tribute to the, to the Swiss creativity. Um, but unless you were standing right there next to it, it was difficult yeah. to, to yeah, separate it from from the others so so yes it's been a big change question for you uh real quick because of the color the overall color of the shaft uh, you can see the carbon fibers through it and stuff is that something you do just to keep the weight down as low as possible or is that to actually show off the fact that it is all carbon fiber and if you did this with most shafts you wouldn't like what you saw like paint is uh, is useless you know it's just wait for wait for nothing and uh, almost it's just like protecting the shaft, but we we don't we don't like to add weight for for nothing. So we we put really like the minimum amount of paint. We use like three times less, approximately three times less paint than uh, than the other shaft manufacturer. Right, yeah, it's kind of interesting actually because uh, you know everybody likes the shafts to be lighter than they are. Um, and if you look on any shaft that says it's a seventy or an eighty or whatever. For most of the companies out there, there's a couple of companies that don't do this, but uh, most of the company out there, if it says it's a 65 gram shaft, it's probably more like 72. Uh, and what their argument for that is, and you guys aren't doing this, so I won't throw you in the boat, is uh, uh, what they say is, well, you know, that's before we paint it and before you trim it. Yeah. 
Well, it's kind of you know, sneaking around. It's, it's uh, creative accounting, so to speak, to some extent on the numbers. But uh, you know, your, your weights are actually you know dead on, obviously, and and per pound, you know, for actual weight, uh, definitely some of the strongest materials for sure. Yeah, it's amazing to see on the on the long drive how much how hard and how fast they hit the the ball and and how like the the shaft are like they are they are just like holding on you know they they just don't break and this is because of like the the thin play technology thing it's um, and so so you have the precision by the process and you have the the lightness and the strength of thanks to the material. Do you guys actually make the material itself or is it just your patents and you have somebody else? No, no, we, yeah, so there's two things. There's a, we make our own material. We make our own resin system. So the own resin, we, we, we do them. We make a, our own formulation and we do as well, uh, the, the pre-preg. So we, we purchase the fiber, the fiber that is generally made in, um, in, in Asia. And so we, we, we purchase this and then we, we make the tape, we spread the fiber to make the, um, the unidirectional by ourselves. So we are like completely integrated from raw material to the finished uh, product. So it's pretty cool because you can play a lot with this. In terms of R&D, you have, you have all the toolbox. You can change everything and tune as much as you can. So that's pretty nice. And then we have the process. So we have our own process that is, uh, yeah, that is patented. And it's, um, to speak about this process, maybe it's, uh, it's interesting because, you know, like, I mean, I've been in, like, I'm uh, in, in, in my work at NTPT, I'm involved in different industry in the, in like, uh, in marine, in aerospace, in, uh, in plenty of, uh, of fields. And generally when you, when you invent something, you never really invent something. It's like you, you take things and you just tweak them around, you you modify them, and you assemble. You make assemblies of, of technologies to like come up with something new. But like this process for the golf, it's quite exciting because it's really, really completely different. And so when we patented it, like it got accepted like immediately. Yeah. For people to understand that, there when you, when you talk about resin, it's basically the glue that puts the shaft together, right? So you've got carbon fibers, and you have to glue them together to hold it into this uh, shaft. Um, you know, the, the glue part of the resin obviously doesn't do you much good as, as far as rigidity and stuff. So uh, what everybody's talking about, and you'll talk, you'll see it uh, advertised on some shaft, uh, the pitch content or whatever. But uh, the idea is to have as little glue as possible to be able to hold the thing together. And that seems like another thing you guys have kind of worked and do all yourself as well. Yeah, so this is uh, because we're integrated, we can change this. So the glue is a little bit like you want it as less as possible, but as much as necessary. Because if you don't right. have glue, then it, it's, a, it's a kind of very, uh, so you need, there's a, just a sweet spot uh, value that you need to, so this is really optimized. And yeah, and the resin, we don't, we, we you know, like we, we people speak a lot about the, the fiber, the, the technicity of the fiber, but the resin is actually a, a big component as well. Right. Like you, you can have like a cheap resin and you can have really technical resins. And so in our shafts, we only put like top quality fibers, top quality resin. It's really about like giving like the best, like uh, the best product uh, that we can, we can do. Well, we've got these up on the shelf at our headquarters here in Scottsdale. Um, they're also out on the van on the road for the summer. So they're buzzing all over the, the northern half of the country for, for these few months. And then, and then when we get to the fall again, there'll be uh, another location here in Scottsdale. And as this expands a little bit, I'm sure we'll yeah, put some more in some other locations. Yeah. 
Yeah, we really do like them. And uh, thanks you guys for, uh, you know, especially the lighter weight range, which is most of our customers. I mean, the other ones were really good as well, but uh, most of our customers are kind of like me, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, getting older golfers for the most part don't swing as fast as they are or looking for as much distance as possible. And it's certainly something you should try if you're in that boat. That's nice yeah. to hear. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your kind words. Yeah, yeah. really appreciate it. it. It's great. And we're looking forward to... Um, to working with you guys and helping you get the best of the best of shafts up on the wall well thank you so much guys we really appreciate it yep thanks bye thank, thank you for your time thank you guys